All views and opinions expressed during this podcast are that of AC and Scully. We are not qualified psychologists or legal professionals, so all opinions are just that, opinions, and should not be considered any type of legal or psychological advice. And if you get your feelings hurt, eh. Hey, Coffee Breakers, it's AC and Scully, and we are with you guys today for a Worder Wednesday. Worder Wednesday. <laughs> yes, yes, you do the voice, and it's all on Scully, so. Yeah, we're giving you a little special since we missed Monday, because I got a Worder last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you um, get two Worders. You get two Worders back to back. So, I know you know this, but... When did you learn about frogging? So I've heard the stories about people living in people's houses and them not knowing that they were there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what it was, like what they called it. To me, that's just an invasion. Yeah. But I didn't know it was called frogging until I was listening to, I think, Generation Y. And they were, they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So and that's what it's called? I watched a Netflix movie that had it, and it was based loosely off of, like, stories where people had found people. And it's usually, like, a lover, like, living in the house or something like that, where, like, a room was built in for a lover kind of thing. Um, I didn't know it was a thing. It, it's a thing. I had been seeing this on Hulu, and my child was like, let's watch it, let's watch it. But the thought of someone living in my home while I'm living in my home that I don't know is living there freaks me out oh it's terrifying yeah. it's absolutely terrifying <laughs> yes so i finally started i have many it. reasons why it's terrifying i can't watch that it, it's scary like it's scary just to think you know someone is among you and all of the little sounds and those moments where you're like did i set that there like i know for a fact i put it here and then you find it somewhere different and you that's can't, my every day but you can't remember if you did it or not yeah I have a whole story to tell you about that. You may have a frogger. No. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. But no. But if I do, you a brave soul. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell y'all a story that stood out to me in this. It's in Hulu. But this one in particular stood out because it actually, most of the worders, no, most of the froggings, I guess is how you'd say it, are... <laughs> They're malicious and they're cruel in the fact that they're meant to kind of scare you. Some of them are just like literally living, trying to survive. Right. Some of them have like mental issues and some of them are like they are stalkers. Right. But the most of them, they don't turn like viciously violent. Right. This one, this one turned like this was a person that was mentally ill that it ultimately resulted in. A murder. A murder. Gotcha. So. Let's haunt your dreams. Y'all, let's yeah. jump in. Yeah, all the bumps and stuff. I'm telling you, I can't watch this at home. Like, I, I get nervous. I get scared in my closet because I'm like, how many in? And there's no access panel in my closet. But I'm like, could they be in there? Like, I have a lot of junk in there. Could they be behind something and I wouldn't see them? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe That's not. terrifying. It is. So I'm going to take you to 1986. Oh, it was two. And you got to meet the Bowen family. You meet... Tina Bowen. She is 14 years old, and they live in Pimperl, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's a very quiet, small town. She's like everybody just... Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. You ride your bikes up and down the street. Like, it's a different time. 
They live in a split level ranch home. I will tell you all these frogging episodes are never, there's like one I've seen that was an apartment, like maybe two. The rest of them are like mansion style houses. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, But anyway, it's a split level ranch and it's dad, her little sister, Karen, and then a 15 year old, like best friend, Kathy, um, who moves in to help because mom had recently passed. And Kathy um, was coming in to help because dad needed the assistance, too. She wanted to stay in that area. Her parents moved to Tennessee. so Yeah, it kind of all worked out. Yeah. Dad works at a hotel. He's like the he's over like the dinner side of it, like the restaurant. Yeah. So he works a lot of hours and he's not at home and he's several like he's a good bit away. Right. The girls decide one night that they're going to perform a seance um, because they're going to try to contact their deceased mother and they light some candles and they were like are you there are you here so that kind of thing they said that the electrical cover fell out of the wall and (laughs) freaked them out and they were done oh yeah for sure i'm outside (laughs) (laughs) the next day everything from their shed was on the lawn their oh. rakes, their, their, I about said spoons. What are they called? Shovels? <laughs> They're not spoons. They're yard spoons. <laughs> They're yard spoons. <laughs> They're yard forks. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are they? The bikes, the chairs, all of that was outside. They're oh. yard spoons from now on. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, they tell her dad about it, and he's like, it's probably just some neighborhood kids, like, whatever. It's go clean fine. it up. Yeah, yeah, just go clean it up. She said, that was that. Um, the next day, the doorbell rings. She goes out there. There's nobody at the door. There's nobody running off. There's nobody hidden. It was just. That she could see. Right. She's like, all right, somebody like messing with me. Like, I don't understand. Yes. And this is the 15 year old, right? This is 14 year old. This is Tina. 14 year old. Gotcha. Yep. Um, Three days later, they had a really bad thunder and lightning storm and the lightning's flashing. And she said she remembers Tina's talking and she hears Karen and Kathy screaming bloody murder. And she's like, what is wrong with y'all? And they told her that their mother was in the dining room, that when the lightning flashed, they saw a silhouette of a person. (laughs) That creeped me out so bad. I'd be so done. But she's like, no. Stop it. Yeah. So Tina is 14. She's very boy crazy. And she says she's in her room and she's talking to a boy on the phone and there's a huge knock at the window. Like it sounds like something hit the window. And she's not sure what it was. It was 2 o'clock in the morning, which I'm like, go to bed. You should have been in bed. But daddy ain't there. No, I get it. She called the police. They found nothing. So she's like, all right, we, like, invited a ghost into this house, like, doing our seance. Like, we have done bad. Like, she's. Yes, because that's, of course, what a 14-year-old thinks. Yeah, she's like, we've we've bad juju. Bad juju. Exactly. Uh, A lot of people thought she was having issues with the passing of her mom. And that maybe she was acting out because she's like constantly telling her dad, like, there's stuff happening in the house. And he's like, stop it, Tina. Like, yeah. there's nothing going on. Well, because he's dealing, too. Yeah, and, and he's, he's stressed working, and working, and yeah. trying to make ends meet. Like, plus missing his wife. And, and th- there was a bunch. Like, it doesn't cover everything that happened. So they were saying, she said about three weeks later, Kathy, Tina, and Karen, like, moved through the house as a team. Like, if they were going anywhere, they moved as a team. Like, one was watching the back, one was in the middle, <laughs> one was in the front. They went through the house, like, step by step because stuff kept happening. 
she said that they slept with, she, Tina, slept with a knife under her pillow because it's just something that was always happening. Yeah, but are you going to stab a ghost? I, I guess it was just in case. I, I get it. Um, Tina says one day she's in her room and she hears banging on the wall. Mm-mm. So she goes down. I guess hers was like close to the basement because they have like a cellar. Mm-hmm. And she goes down there and she looks around and like she can't find anything. There's nothing down there. Like she doesn't see anything. Nothing's moved. Like nothing. For six months off and on, stuff was happening. It could be two weeks every day or it could be like a week nothing happens. And then every other day. I mean, it just. Just enough to make you feel like you're losing your mind. Right. She said she was in her room. And she was doing her hair and her makeup because it was Friday night and she was going roller skating because that's apparently what she did in 86. And Kathy was going to babysit Karen and something hit the window and it hit the window so hard that it actually cracked the frame or the pane. Oh, wow. So she went to her dad because he was home and she's like, dad, like something happened. He goes, he sees it. He's like, stay here. I'm going to go outside and look. So while dad's going outside, she's like, I'm going to call. I don't think Kathy was there yet. She's like, I'm going to call Kathy. The phone lines are dead. So she goes to the other phone and it's also dead. So somebody cut their phone lines. Somebody cut and burned them is what she said. So you couldn't even just like hook it back up. Yeah. Like it was snapped. Yeah. So dad calls the police. Um, When dad comes back in though, he comes back in with a bag of individually wrapped candy and a BB gun that he found out there, which that's really odd. Okay. First of all, leave it alone. Right. Let the police see that. Where'd you find it? Was it in the woods? It doesn't say. It just says he came back in with it. Was it next to the window? I know. Like, was it in the shed? It does. It never covers it. And I even tried to wiki it like to see, and it doesn't talk about this, this first half. So this is the first time dad listens to her and he's like, okay, maybe you're right. And you're not just crazy pants and going through stuff. Like there's something going on. So he reports it to the police and everything dies off until December. Yeah. Because it got a little too hot. I think. Yeah. So Tina's staying at home with Karen, um, who's sick that day. So Kathy went to school. Dad's at work. She's at home with Karen. Karen's upstairs with her sister who's asleep in dad's bed and she's watching TV they she's upstairs when she hears the radio that's in the kitchen turn on and it turns on to full volume and then she hears her kitchen cabinets being open and slammed like repeated like super fast like a Mm -hmm. very fast all through the house like it's making a lot of noise she says that she runs to get the phone she calls her dad and is like dad there's someone in the house well it's right at lunchtime he's at work he's like tina knock it off like there's nobody in the house i'm busy we will talk when i get home Yes. And she's like, okay. Well, at this point when she hung up, Karen had woke up and went downstairs to get something to eat. Yeah. And she hears her like yelling. So she goes running down there thinking, oh my gosh, like something's happening to my sister. And her sister is yelling because she's mad (laughs) because they had bought cupcakes and orange juice the day before. Right. And it wasn't in the kitchen. And she's like, where is it? And Karen's like, or Tina's like Karen I don't know like she doesn't want to scare her sister to be like it should have been here I don't know why it's not here so she tells her sister oh Kathy took it to school like it's okay Kathy just took it like it's fine go get ready because I have to go to work so Karen goes and gets ready Tina gets ready 
And as Tina's getting ready, she hears her sister doing the sing-songy, like, I found them, I found them. They go down into the basement, and there's cupcakes and cupcake wrappers, like, all down there, where somebody had been into the cupcakes. Oh, okay, like a big rat? I don't know. So she grabs Karen, yeah, Karen's hand, and they leave. Yeah. She goes and works her day, and... I guess dad, like, picked her up from work or whatever. They arrived back home at the same time. They pulled into the driveway, and all their lights were on. Tina tells her dad, when I, I didn't left, do this. it was daytime. I didn't have any lights on. Like, right. something's up. So dad's like, all right. So they go in, and all the TVs are on, and every single radio is on. And everything yep. is on as loud as it possibly can be. And the radios are all on the same station, and the TVs are all on the same station. So I'm sure it's cross-noise because they're not on the same thing, but yep. everything's synced that way. Yeah. Dad starts clearing the house. Yeah. He's like, all right. So he's going room by room. He starts in the basement. Mm-hmm. Karen's right behind him. She's the youngest at eight. And he's walk- walking through the house. They get through the basement. They go upstairs, and he gets still in the bedroom closets, and he says, excuse me. Like, he opens the closet and goes, excuse me, I'll just let you be, and shuts the door. And Karen's like, that's not funny, Dad. Like, yeah. you're not, it's not a good joke. And at this time, her dad yells, girls, get your butts over here now. And Tina says when she got to her dad, she could see a face a man that was face-to-face with her dad. His hair is completely spiked with hairspray, and he has makeup on his face like war paint. He's also wearing a fur coat, and he has a hatchet. Oh, okay. Dad's so, like, right out of the crazy like, horror And movie. came out of your closet. And came out of your closet. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Dad says, it's okay. It's just a homeless person looking for food. It's okay. We're going to go into the last room on the left, and he's, like, backing all the girls. Like, he's got his hands up. And he's backing all the girls into this room as this figure is approaching him. Dragging an axe. Yeah. It, it's weird because she calls it a hatchet, and then she calls it an axe, and then law enforcement calls it a hatchet. But it looks long. So yeah, it looks so that's like an, an axe. It does, but it has the, the top of a hatchet, which looks a little different. So, so it's, I don't know. it's a homemade hatchet axe. I don't know. Either way, he came it's out with... It's a yard the, knife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, Tina, they go into the room, and her dad says, call 911. So she goes to get the phone. It's completely gone. I was about to say. The lamp, she went turn the light on, and the lamp is gone. Like, there's, she said she kept saying, no light, no phone, no light, no phone, like, pacing back and forth. Like, she's panicking. Yeah. And dad's, like, trying to, like, keep all the girls calm, trying to figure out what to do in this situation, because who is this person? They have an axe. I have three girls here. Like, and Tina said, like, straight out of a action film, she just sees the window and jumps out. Yeah. And bolts to the neighbor's house. And she said she remembers hearing Kathy yell, run, Tina, run. Like, just as blood-curdling as, as ever. she can. She makes it. She's running through the woods. She's getting hit in the face. Like, she said, it's cutting her face. And she's run like she's never ever had to run before. Yeah. She gets to the neighbor's house, and she, like beats on the door neighbor opens the door she like runs through that neighbor and says like we're just telling her there's a man in the house he's got a hatchet like call police there's a man in the house he's got a hatchet they call the police um 30 minutes later officers arrive well 30 minutes in total 
the, they get their family out. She said a cop car pulls in. It's one trooper, but apparently they had surrounded the house and were moving through the house, um, like, in the woods, stationed yeah. around. One officer came to the window and is hollering up to Karen and dad and all them. And it was like, come on, honey. And she said, all I remember is my dad scooped me up and threw me out the window. Karen. Karen, to yeah. the officer. 30 minutes later, they arrive at the neighbor's house. And Tina's like, I was just relieved. She's like, I thought they were dead. Like, she said, I yeah. thought he was killing them, you know? like Yeah. So she was relieved that they were there. Law enforcement goes into the house. They are looking through. It's Thomas Lane is the officer that you meet in the uh, documentary. He says they looked through everything. They went through the whole house. They went through the woods. They looked at the roads. They found nothing. Wait, that's an indication right there that something ain't right. Yeah, but then they thought, well, maybe. Maybe he left immediately. And on his shoes, too. Like, was it enough to push down as yeah, he yeah, like? Yeah. So the only thing he found was the hatchet outside the rear door. Oh, so he thought they, so that he left. by all indications, he was like, he left. He left. He, he, now we're looking for this crazy person with war paint just running down the street somewhere. With spiked hair. Yeah. Without the hatchet, but a furred coat still. So, I mean, you'd be pretty easy to identify. Right. They tell the family, don't sleep here. Yeah. I'm like, as if they were at this point, but, you know. Who's people, sleeping at all at this point? Right. They tell them, don't sleep there. Go sleep somewhere else. The next night, Dad calls police, and he's like, I want an escort. I got to go back in the house and get a few things, and I just don't feel comfortable going. Well, meet me there. So you eat, officers, you eat. You don't eat him. That's a different episode we covered. (laughs) People are friends, not food. (laughs) You meet Officer Steven, and he meets him at the house, and he... Tina says when they pulled into the driveway and the light shone, there was someone waving at them from the second story, like at the window, waving at them as they pulled in. The officer said he went up to the door. At this point, just burn it down. I'm, I, I would light it on fire. Right. But like, you can come out eventually. Like, <laughs> Are we going to get your bones? <laughs> at least I know I'm good. That's what insurance is for. <laughs> um, That's arson. It is. <laughs> we don't condone that. I'm just saying. Yes. Anyway, um, he is looking all around to see, like, is there forced entry? Is the door unlocked? Like, he's trying to survey to see what's different from... Because he was one of the officers there the night before. Gotcha. He doesn't see anything. Um, he, he There's no footprints. Nothing's broken. He unlocks the door. He went up the stairs a little bit, and he notices that there's a picture stabbed into the wall that says, come find me. I'm still here. Come find me. So he goes up the stairs just a little bit more, and there's another picture that states, I'm going to kill you all. Oh, okay. And he says that was not there when they cleared the house the night before. Right. So clearly this person is still here or got back in. You right. Know? So he starts looking everywhere. I guess other op- he never says he calls over other officers, but you know he did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they're looking everywhere. And mind you, they went under... They went in closets. They looked under beds. Like, they did this full surveillance or full scan. I'm taking it to the studs. So they're doing it again. And he said, we can't find anything. And he's like, we get down to the basement. And he said, there's still nothing. And he's like, I'm scanning. He's like, my eyes are going everywhere. And he said, I noticed that there's a wall that's not quite to the wall. Like, it's not flush. Yes, there's an opening. And he said it's about a six to nine inch Gap, Yeah. Which is not very big. No. And he said, somebody could fit in there, you know. You have so to be tiny. He asked his sergeant for his flashlight, leans around the corner, and he says he th- sees a three to four foot pile of dirty laundry, and he realizes, I got him. And 
it doesn't say he saw him until he tells you he put his gun to the side of his head and was like, come out, keep your hands up, and come back through here. So the boy comes out. Tina sees him. He's dirty. He's still covered in all this stuff. And she's like, I know him. I know him. Like, where do I know him from? His name is Danny LaPlante, L-A-P-L-A-N-T-E. What I didn't tell you, because I didn't want to give any clues, is a few months before all this started happening, Tina, Kathy, and Karen went to the laundromat to do laundry. While they were there, they put on music and were dancing in front of the window. A bunch of boys, silly little girls, bunch of boys came by and they exchanged numbers. Mm -hmm. Danny was one of the boys that gave, got her number. Oh no. Danny, they talked on the phone for months and she liked him. And then Danny introduced himself to her in person at an eighth grade dance or something like that. And she very bluntly says he was ugly and she didn't like anything about him. She liked the Danny that was on the phone, not the Danny that was in person. And that she, I guess she was probably mean to him. Yeah. And that's when all of this stuff started. Yeah. He like moved in right after that. Yeah. Which is so terrifying. Well, it's so terrifying, but I'm assuming this is a child or this is a young person. Yes. I don't, I meant to grab his age at the time of the offenses, but yeah, he was her age. So like 15, 16. Yeah. So where's his people at? Why are they not? I think he had the brief I read about his like abuse. I think mm-hmm. he had just some not not good parents. Gotcha. All right. He would have been about sixteen. Okay. At the time of all that. Oh my god, it's terrifying. So sixteen, seventeen when everything took place. Okay. So she says, um, you met at eighth grade dance, she didn't care for him. The she noticed when they were looking through all the stuff that he had done that several of the electrical outlets in her room had actually been cut out so he could just remove them and peek and then put it back. So he had been doing that for a while. Oh, my God. The day that they found him in the home, he was charged with breaking and entering, kidnapping, and then threatening bodily harm. Okay. I didn't understand the kidnapping. I don't get it. I guess when he forced them into that room and they couldn't get out. Oh, well, yeah. I guess that was... Yeah, false imprisonment, kidnapping, something like that, yeah. I don't know what stuck, but I know he spent about nine and a half months in jail before his mom paid the $10,000 bail to get him out. Wow. Yeah. She gets, he gets out about mid-October. December 1 of 87. Gustafson, it's G-U-S-T-A-F-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. The mom, Priscilla, came home with the five-year-old son to notice that someone was in her home. She is tied to the bed. She's pregnant. It doesn't say how long. She's tied to the bed, raped, and then shot multiple times. The five-year-old is taken to one of the bathrooms, and he's drowned. And then he waits for the seven-year-old daughter to come home and does the same thing. The officer, the, um, I told you his name, but not Stephen, but the other officer that initially reported out, I can't remember his name, he immediately was Thomas Lane. He was like, I immediately thought, what's Danny doing? Yeah. They were able to link it to him and track him down. They found him in a dumpster, and he told him he can be anywhere. Like, he fit in that such small space. He terrorized these people like this boy could be anywhere. Right. They ultimately found him in a dumpster hiding, and he was charged with three murders 
and convicted to three consecutive life sentences. Right. But it just, it, it killed me because he only did nine and a half months for what he did to the other family. Well, it was Got the, out in October, December, went and brutally murdered, murdered a mama and two kids. A mama, I say three, she's pregnant. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot you said you, she's You murdered pregnant. all of them, like, right. and waited for the seven-year-old. Yeah. Like. Which that means that he had to have known there was a seven-year-old. Yeah, I think he might have been doing the same thing. Yeah. To that house and just finally acted. I think that was his ultimate plan for Tina and her family. Yeah. Like, I truly think he was going. I think he was going to go after the girls. I don't think he would have went after the dad. No, I think he would have killed the girls while dad was at work. Yeah. The thing that, um, it was in Massachusetts. Apparently, they don't have a death penalty. Mm -hmm. But the judge over his thing told him, if Massachusetts had a death penalty, I would gladly pull the switch myself. Oh, wow. When he sentenced him. And last I checked, they did do like a, because he was young. He was a young offender. So they did. Because all this stuff came out, you know, you can't sentence juvenile offenders to life, whatever, whatever. He, they did a psychological, from what I found on Wiki, and he is not in the least bit remorseful about anything that he committed. Whether it was the initial frogging or the actual physical murders where he point blank just did this stuff. Has no remorse for it. Well, he can just stay in the box. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I, I you know it's scary though like that there's people walking around among us well and that this one was in houses and this was a kid and he's like in the wall essentially and i didn't like that there's a movie about it that's based off him there's another there's a series or some kind of other show that's based off him no but it does make for a terrifying movie (laughs) it is pretty scary like I i remember watching a movie when I was younger called people under the stairs nope and it was like people living in the walls and stuff and I found that so frightening yes and then coming across this like I don't watch this at home because it just scares me well I told you like this is again like something that terrifies me because I would never know unless you did something stupid blunt you would have to escalate so far to get my attention because I'm ADHD and nothing's in the same place I left it anyway yeah So my SO, I, um, this past weekend, I went into the bathroom. I always change clothes in the bathroom. Okay, it's just my thing. Evidently, that's really weird, but whatever. Um, I changed clothes in the bathroom. So I went in, I changed my clothes because I was going somewhere, and apparently I left my clothes laying in the bathroom floor. Well, my SO gets them and throws them on bed. Yeah. And when I was going to bed that night, I was like, oh, Okay. Went and put them in the dirty clothes basket because my house is a wreck right now. But went and put them in. Thought I did it. Yeah. And he's never like, no, never. ma'am. <laughs> like, never had a second thought of how did these get here? I didn't put them there. They're, no, I just accepted that I did it and didn't remember. Yeah. See? See? That's why it's terrifying for me. That's true. That's fair. And yeah. it. But you mess with my coffee and you mess with my Diet Pepsi. I got you. I know. Yeah. Because there was other episodes I've watched where the lady was like marking her milk. And then my thing, too. I feel like they let so much happen. Like, if you watch any of these episodes, I feel like they let so much happen before they call somebody. Yeah, because they're trying to figure out if they're crazy or not. See, I don't know that I could let so much happen. Like, the one lady I told you had half-eaten sandwiches and and beers. I mean, I don't drink or nothing like that, but, oh, I have to tell you, one of the episodes, it straight up sounds like I say the S word. I do not. I did not. Just so y'all know. But it straight up sounds like I cussed. 
Oh. I said she and see. She, see? Like, together, though. So it's like, she, like that. So I'm like, that's not, that was just me being me. But anyway, the point that's is. That's hilarious. The, um, the, the beer, the sandwich, the moving my coffee pot. Like You, you move my coffee pot, I'm going to but other than that and my milk like I know the night before it was like way high now it's a half gallon like see but I would even question that I'm like because I, I did this thing for a long time where I'd get up and like eat and drink in the middle of the night and have no recollection of it I just find rappers you got people living in your house no no it was me <laughs> um, no it was me I know but you'll never know <laughs> but I'll never know so that's terrifying to me that's fair like I, I just but I don't play around with noises so if it's quiet it's not time and you start knocking and you know, I'm coming for you like yeah. that would give you away. But other than that, I can't move my stuff. You know, I, don't know. <laughs> like, I, I move it. it. I don't even know where it's at. It's true. Maybe your stalker, not stalker, maybe your frogger will be like, here, she's been looking for this book forever. Let me just put it right here so she can't miss it. <laughs> maybe he'll help. Yeah. <laughs> he or she, but I have noticed it's mostly males. Well, yeah. There is, there's been like once, I think, that I've seen that it's female. A female. Yeah, I don't know why, but it just seems like a male thing to do. I don't know why. And no I, offense to any males listening, but y'all sound like the kind that would try. Like, it sounds like well, dominance and da-da-da-da-da and territory and stuff. Like, you try, yeah. you know, I, I could see a man going into somebody else's territory. I won't touch somebody's car. Yeah, that's true. Um, I will. The other one that I found really scary is the woman went she had stuff missing and had been dealing with it for months and she went to go into her attic and when she pushed up on the top of her attic she physically felt someone push it back down oh yeah i've been out and that to me it's it's just terrifying i think i would just start screaming and not stop till i got outside yeah because i would be so scared yeah (laughs) what what's up there right or i would just start firing (laughs) yes and it's like a piece of wood fell or something. something. I don't know. It'd be for me. It'd be something stupid. Yeah. But now I've got holes in my ceiling. Yes, exactly. Like I, just, I don't know. It it creeps me out to think that the and it ha- that, I mean, there's a lot of episodes. This happens m- more frequently than I'd like to think it happens. Yes, but I'm still going to pretend that it doesn't. <laughs> that that's the world I live in. I'm right like now. what I've seen consistently. I'm just saying you give me any indication my house is going we we're modeling the it's whole like thing. Split level homes no, like I don't have a split level. Big big huge I don't have like that. extra spaces, big attics, big yeah. basements. I'm like I don't got none of that. I got split level, but I don't have any like major access points where I wouldn't know. Yeah. And there's I don't know. They just, I feel like the cops would think I was crazy. Like I told you the one lady had one and she drank a glass of wine, went to a recital, came back and the wine was still in the fridge, but it was empty. See, I would have, I would have showed those like, well, did I do it? And she's like, her friend's like, call law. And she's like, how am I going to tell them? Like there's less wine. Because I, I'm going to be honest. I'm the officer. I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> go, 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 go. Like I know where that wine went. Like you crazy. Right. So I understand so stuff like, like that. that. Like my milk's lower. They're going to be like, but listen, if I call you, I'm like, I got a choo-choo train of fruit because that was in one. Like, he built a train of fruit. I undo that. I've been at work all day. That I could see calling. Yeah. Like, you would have to be something that blunt for me, though. That, that's the terrifying thing about it. You could drink my milk. I would never know. As long as you didn't touch my coffee, you could. But, but why am I out of coffee? Like, that's fair. But I don't know. It just, I feel like they let so much happen before they finally call. Yeah. And I just don't know that I would... I would be putting cameras everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, you give me an indication, 
if I get any indication whatsoever, yeah. I, I, what I say to the studs, it's going to be a frame and we'll just rebuild. I agree. I get, I, I would, I would have to track it down. Yeah. I'd have to put motion. I, I, it would be a trap for you. Like it would be a liability for you to go through my home at this right. point because it would be, I'd have stuff everywhere. Yeah. Because I'd have to know, like if I'm yes. crazy or if I already have the thing, that's true. I already have the things. <laughs> true. But I, I had never heard of frogging. Um, and I know one of our listeners, I, I messaged her and I was like, you know what frogging is? She's like, no, but I'm looking it up. <laughs> I was like, barely, you know, where someone lives with you, but you don't know they live with you. And she's like, cool. <laughs> Thanks for that nightmare. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Um, but I had never heard of it. So when I came across this, I was like, we have to cover a frogging episode. I have heard. There was a, a case out of, I want to say Japan, mm-hmm. about somebody living in like the cupboard. That's um, so scary. Yes. And I'm like, how how often you don't, why don't you open your cupboard? Like, that's where I go. Mm-hmm. But like, it was, I don't know, something sticks out. But I didn't know that's what it was called. Well, the Netflix movie, I don't remember the name of it, but I remember watching that with my husband and being so scared because she did, she had mannequins. And like, there's one time. What do you mean she had mannequins? I think she did like design or something. There's like uh, a room that had like mannequin, like no. torsos in it. Just the torso part. And that's not better. Well, I mean, that's normal for anybody that's like yeah. a seamstress, but it pans by and I'm like, there was three, now there's four. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> like I'm immediately like, no, you know, and that freaks me out. Cause it's just the thought of someone watching me. Right. And then I think about y'all look rough in my house. So well, like, I don't want the, the what frogger to see? see me like, like that. We both going to have PTSD when this is over with. Like don't frog my house. Like, it's not good for you. It ain't good for nobody. Because like I said, I'm crazy. Once you activate that level of crazy, you get what you get. Yeah. And I, I guess that's why, like, it heightens for me that just someone could be there. Sitting there worried about how you look. I'm just In saying. your own house. But some stranger intruder. And you're, like, worried about I'm it. not talking about my look. I'm a nurse. Oh. <laughs> so there's parts of me that are exposed and I don't want some person in the plug looking like fair go away sir or ma'am like no my family has a running I I don't think like nursing's kind of dealing but there was a running joke about that in my household just me and nursing yeah so I can only imagine yeah I don't We'll both have PTSD. Right. <laughs> you gonna see same things you can't unsee. I'm gonna see some things I can't unsee. Like, just pick a different. You know what? The woods are really nice. Like, right. just don't. Just take a tent. I won't even bother you. Yeah, I got a little pop up thing you can have. I'll throw you some chairs out there. Just keep it in the yard. Keep it in the yard. Don't bring it in my house. It, yes. So, yeah. I told you. I, I'm terrified of like somebody being on my porch. Like, I'm going to look out the window, and there's going to be somebody there, and I'm going to lose it. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. When I was younger, and we lived in our old home, um, the one I lived in for years. Yeah, I think you have. And you, the, the guy I was, was laying on the, the couch, window. and he was looking in the window. Yeah. And my re- my reaction was to smack the window. <laughs> Why? But I bolted off the couch and just, like, punched the window. Did he leave? Yeah. He did the right thing. Yeah, but what if I broke it? I'm going to give him access. Like, that was such a stupid thing to do. And I screamed from the time I got off the couch. <laughs> That's why he ran. That's probably, he probably long gone before I punched it. Yeah. But yeah. Were you there by yourself? No. Like, 
everybody came but to the me. the eyes were like mm-hmm. and that had that wasn't the first time i had been in my room before Four. yeah you changing told me about that. yeah and someone was looking and that one was verified because when i started screaming my brothers ran out and saw the guy sprinting across into the apartments that were across from us so because it was like one little part of my blinds that the cats had got in that was mm-hmm. gone and that's what you saw no i can't see no eye are you kidding me oh girl i was so scared this is why i can't walk around with a gun yeah <laughs> i mean i really I, I i told you that i don't feel safe with them because i feel like I i'm gonna shoot everybody pull trigger and ask questions later like right yeah i can't Okay. I don't feel safe. I don't. Yeah. Well, everybody else shouldn't feel safe. I'm be fine. <laughs> and another one I listened to. She thought she saw her stalker in the car, and I told AC that I'm going to your car. I'm going to your car with my baseball bat. Like what up? Right. <laughs> like we're gonna meet crazy with crazy. Right. Like you gonna do something dumb? Was it play stupid games, win stupid prizes? Yes. Like, Here we are. You crazy? I'm I crazy. I see one. Right. Like we'll escalate. One time. Right. I'll wave at you. Second time I see you, what you doing here? Right. You don't live here. And it always parked near her? No, absolutely not. Uh-uh. I'm going to go out there and stab your tires. Yeah. And be like, what now? Yeah. Every time you come, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, can't follow me now. Like, right. <laughs> I'm crazy. Like, yeah. So. But I would absolutely be toting a weapon at that point. Like. She said she didn't have the means for that particular. She didn't have the means. For a gun? Yeah. She said she couldn't get a weapon or she couldn't get. That one in the South? <laughs> no. I guarantee you, I can get somebody to let me borrow a gun. <laughs> I wonder if that's legal, though. Oh, but it is what it is. But, yeah. It, it, it was too good not to cover. Knife, something. You can carry your uh, butcher knife out of it from the kitchen. It'll yeah. do some damage. I'm always afraid for that. I don't know a gun can do the same thing, but I feel like I'm always afraid for that. Like, afraid I don't, for what? Whatever I have, they're going to use on me. Oh. Uh, and I know a gun can be done the same way, but I just feel like it's quicker. Well, maybe, depending on where you're shot. But also, gun is a distance weapon. Yes, and I like that. Yes. <laughs> Stay over there, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas a knife is pretty personal. And see, I'm, I don't have a good reaction, as we saw. Like, I ran and smacked the window. I'm going to be the person who's like, stay over there. When they start advancing, like, fling it at them. So <laughs> now they have a weapon advancing at me, like... You're going to try to ninja star Yes. You need self-defense classes, honey. <laughs> I'm not going to do well. Like, I'm telling you. Or I'll be, like, super accurate. It'll be amazing. And I'll still scream, and they'll get it. And yeah. then they'll pull it out, and it'll be bloody with their blood, and then they'll stab me. And that's, like, a double insult for me. Yes. Like, I'd rather die. Sorry. Please don't give me your germs. Like, mm-mm. mm I can't do it. She's like, nope. I'm, well, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll just, I'll lock myself in here, and you can just. Let just, me bleed out. Just leave me it's alone. Fine. Don't, don't. But yeah, froggers are terrifying. So you're welcome. So the next time you hear creaks and as you're laying down in bed tonight, <laughs> hear the creak or you hear a knock or you can't just... do that at my house on anything because my dogs are going to lose their crap. But I've heard that um, having a dog deters a lot of people anyway. So you would be less likely. Well, yeah, because my yappers yap at everything. See what what my cat's gonna do. I'll, I'll know, I guess, if they all come flying in there like the chickens they are. Right. I'd be like, mm, in the house. <laughs> yeah, well, at least my one little devil dog, she'll tear them up. Well, she bit me when the plumber was there. She said, "How are you letting people in my house?" <laughs> well, I was trying to pick her up so she wouldn't attack the plumber. She's like, "Listen, I'm doing my di- my job. Yes, <laughs> put me down. No. Let me maul this yes. guy for stepping foot in here." I was like, "Girl, I had to put her in there, her kennel." 
bad. She's so she's so aggressive. Yeah. She's just like her mama. She gotta Yeah. She gotta represent. She's just like her mom. She's small but mighty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she did. She put the crap out of me. But it is what it is. So yeah, think about that when you're settling in and get a dog. (laughs) Or chicken cats that come waltzing into your room. Just get an alarm system. (laughs) It makes me miss our old house because anytime a door opened it would like time or time and I, I front door open yes back door open yes I'd be like what yes but I, I do miss that yeah just cause I mean I'm I bolt all the doors and I, everything is even like to outside to the inside you have to get past a double bolt to a double bolt but it's still you just I don't know. You got windows all over the place. Right. And I just worry about what would, I don't know what I would do. Like if I peek out the window and I see like a man go by, I'm going to just freak Break out. out. Oh, he's just going to hear screeching inside the house. And maybe that will deter him. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'll start screeching, which means the little will start screeching. So it'll look like a bunch of banshees live in the house. <laughs> and maybe that'll be enough. Maybe that will be enough. That's my alarm system. You're welcome. Yeah. Do what you do and I'll do banshees. Well, I don't even know. Like I said, that's my biggest fear, but I'm always prepared. As soon as I start to peek out my blinds to look on my porch. Just, yeah. And if there's ever anybody there, I'm prepared. I'm ready. It's go time. Like, you know, I don't know why, but I don't, it's always been a fear of mine. Even like when I lived at my parents and I would peek through the blinds. Yeah. Because um, you hear something or whatever. Yeah. And I always expected to see somebody. Never was. But I was ready. Let's do it. So at the same house that we were at, um, after being married for a short amount of time, two gentlemen actually came to our front door around like 11 at night. And they knocked on our front door. And my husband is not going to be the kind that's like, what's up? What are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? And I did not answer in the door. Right. And we heard them talking like, oh, they're here. Or he's here. And then they were knocking again. And then... I was like, just don't answer the door. Like, that's shifty as I'll get out. We're not expecting anybody that late. And then we heard them audibly say, go around back. Yeah. And that was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Because in our backyard, you would have to come up our porch, which it had like a locked gate, so he couldn't get, but he could step over it. Right. But then it leads to French doors. Right. Glass French, French doors. doors. And at that point, I'm I'm scared of firearms. Like, I'm fully, if you want to have them, I don't have any. I'm just scared of them. No, I, I mean. And our weapon was on top of our china hutch in a bowl because I didn't want it anywhere near our child. daughter. Yeah. And that's in direct line of sight of mm-hmm. the back door. And he's like, oh. And me now, I would immediately go out there and, like, be and taking it out while they watch me take it out. Like, right. <laughs> I'm about to shoot you in your face. Get off yeah. my property. Yes. But then we were, it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. We were, like, huddled into the our bedroom, which was off of the kitchen, just waiting to see if they set off the motion light on the back porch. And they didn't? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, but I wouldn't have slept that night. I have woken up to footprints in the snow on my back porch looking in my french doors the footprints that led up onto the porch stopped at the door and then i guess they walked them back off i don't know hoping that they would fill up but they didn't it had a lot of some shifty stuff in the house yeah for sure and that was when it was just me and my daughter yeah so i would have yeah i had guns everywhere (laughs) i got one i think that's when we we got the one that we have yeah yeah was that was that day you cool as long as you're on the porch come in but the fact that they came up to the glass doors to look in 
Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely just... Terrifying. No, sir. Yeah. But, uh, of course, I respect people's property to a different level. I mean, I won't even touch a windshield wiper to put something underneath it. Not going to happen. So, I think it's fine. Yeah, I know. You're cool with it. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I know. You hated it. Yeah. So. But, yeah. All right. So, as you're going to sleep tonight, don't pay attention to the creaks and the creaks. Oh, we did come up with a theory. All the hauntings people think they have are actually frogers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you think you have a ghost. It's most Which likely. makes me pause, because we for sure got one here. Oh, yeah, for sure. But... Oh, they've been here for a while. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know where they go. There's no access panels or anything like that. No, this is a legit ghost here. It might be. But it likes coffee, so. Yeah. So. Anyway. Good luck, coffee breakers. Bye. Good night.